Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. I don't like it. I have a question. All right, so I was reading a thing on a post on Instagram that was a picture from a post on Twitter. Okay. Is it true that when you cuff your jeans, you're a bisexual? Well, then bisexual me up. I'm also I that. I cuff my jeans. I cuff my jeans too, but it's mostly because I don't like the hemmed look. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that that makes you bisexual. They say that bisexuals cuff their jeans. Where did you see that? On an Instagram post of a Twitter post. <laughs> <laughs> I cuff all my pants, but I'm also very short. Me too. I got a 27 inch inseam. I have to cuff them unless I get them hemmed, and I don't got the money or the time or the inclination sometimes to sit and get every one of my jeans hemmed. You have a 27 inch inseam. Yep. Mine's 21. Oh, Mine's- you're a. Mine's 32, you fucking short bastard. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Welcome to page seven, everybody. My name's Marcus Parks. I'm Jackie Zabrowski. Joining us today (laughs) is the beautiful, the wonderful... Permanent co-host. Permanent co-host, Henry Zabrowski. My baby bump won't go down. (laughs) I'm so glad I'm not having a baby. I ain't no mommy. (laughs) What's wrong with having a baby? You know what? I can't wait to be fertile with child. I Mm. say, let the poor live on the street and decrease the surplus population. All right, Scrooge. (laughs) No, that's not what I believe. And I'm still, again, I hope that Molly's doing well. Um, She's doing great, Freddie's so cute, they're finally home. Is mm-hmm. he talking yet? Well, it is a girl, <laughs> and... <laughs> it's a girl, and she is two weeks old. Okay, yeah. when they start talking? Um, I think you gotta wait a couple of yawns. Full years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When do they start getting a job? <laughs> about around five, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, put him to work. <laughs> we should have a podcast called Baby Talk, and it's just babies. And the no, baby's I, talk? That's a perspective no. this that the LPN is missing, is the, the baby's thoughts <laughs> on current events. <laughs> hey, yeah, money but, changing. But at the yeah. same time, baby Bo- or was it Boss Baby was up for an Oscar this year, so who knows? Maybe we could be up for an Oscar for baby current events. The entire <laughs> system is broken. The fact that Alec Baldwin was up for a fucking Emmy for his performance as Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live. Ugh. What are we even talking about? What are, what's the point of doing a show? Boss Baby's nominated for an Oscar? They, yeah. you, you can now say Oscar-nominated Boss Baby? 
<laughs> I don't know if anyone is referring to it as such. But you can. You yeah. can, yes. This is what we're doing? It's like looking at the fucking... The, I looked at the, the trailer for the new the Freddie Mercury biopic, and he's not singing? You know, we've. I've got a lot to say about the. Uh, Marcus, he's have not you seen singing. The new trailer. Was, there's plenty of times when he's singing, right? Yeah, it's Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury was singing all the goddamn time because that's how he got to be famous. But then, guess what? Old Bucktooth Robot Rami, Man. No, Rami Malek. <laughs> he was great. He is great on Mr. Robot. Yes, he's fantastic. Uh, he is an amazing actor. But yeah. he's just there flapping his lips like a horse with peanut butter in his mouth where they play the, <laughs> the fucking Queen songs over it and being like, that's not acting. No that's one, not why we do this. No one in the world can sing like Freddie Mercury. Then don't. Make the movie. <laughs> but no, that's the whole thing. Is that the 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 movie should be about actual Freddie Mercury's life, but it's not. No, it's, it's more, about Queen. It's about Queen in general, which is why originally Sasha Baron Cohen left the film because he was supposed to play Freddie Mercury, and I think that he would have done a amazing uh, job. He would have sang. You listen to him in Les Mis. He actually, like, he sang his song in Les Mis. Oh, yeah. yeah and but so a- singing and singing like Freddie Mercury are two extremely, that's uh, vastly different things. Then you can don't sing. make the movie. <laughs> because when it comes down to it, why are we making, what's the point of actors doing anything? Then you, anybody can just pump in voices over someone going, blah, 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 just flapping <laughs> her fucking teeth. That was a part of it, is that you're supposed to, it's not supposed to be exactly like it. You're mm-hmm. supposed to see the effort. You're supposed to see something to it. Like when fucking, what's his name? Joaquin Learn- Phoenix in a uh, Joaquin the Phoenix. Yeah. Yes. He did it. Um, Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. For the other movie where she's frumpy dump. Is that also Walk the Line? <laughs> <laughs> she sang a song. She was good in and it. And she's fantastic in it. But at the same time, that means most movies wouldn't be able to be made. But however, there's no way he would be able to sing because they have horse teeth shoved into <laughs> his mouth. Freddie Mercury had the... He was born with them and he could sing. Mm-hmm. I, I just get I get mad because there's this kind of it's for me it's very lazy and but the movie is supposed to be about that's why Sasha Baron Cohen dropped out it's because he was like yeah of course I'll play Freddie Mercury I'll train to sing I'll do all this stuff and then Brian May who was one of the executive producers on things like all movies about after the so- the sad passing of Freddie Mercury Queens rise and how they don't need Freddie Mercury afterwards <laughs> and it's been like which is um, not true well I'm not doing this and it skips all the partying it skips him having AIDS it skips all of the shit. It's just they gotta have the AIDS in there. There's no, no way they, they are, don't they, have the AIDS. No, there was an article that came out this morning that they are. There's like a bunch of AIDS communities that are protesting the movie going to be coming out because they are they've nixed the whole like he just gets sick. It just cuts to him in a in a wheelchair with a blanket on, going, "I sure love singing the songs that you made, Brian." And <laughs> Brian's like, "Yes, Freddie. Like. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing Freddie Mercury, but if I was." I would do the work. I just would love to see Rami Malek uh, try to sing Fat Bottom Girls with that mouthpiece in. Why do they have the mouthpiece in? I understand that that's a big part of, of who he is. It's because that's how people get Oscars. Is you, you put them a face piece on them, and then when they act around them, everyone goes, oh. It's like watching a comedian do a serious role, and they're like, he was smiling before, but now he's frowning. <laughs> yeah, like Amazing. Any Redmayne in the... What is it? The uh, what is it? The Stephen Hawking movie. The theory of everything. Started. You know what? I love Freddie Redmayne. I'm turning the key. He's not Freddie Redmayne. It's Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, Freddie. Whatever. And guess what? Freddie Mercury. All he did was make a side smile. (laughs) 
Like he did a Carol Channing face. He, he pushed his arms up like he was a squirrel in a wheelchair. And then you're like, oh, what an amazing transformation. Be like, he's still Eddie Redmayne. Stephen Hawking cheated on his wife. This whole movie's about this romantic rise with like meeting his wife and all this shit. And then he managed to cheat on his own wife by pushing his nubbin against his nurse long enough for her to just hop on and take a ride. They fell in love. <laughs> you know what? If you had somebody bathing you, taking care of you every day, yeah, I'd be popping a bone. Yeah. I, I, I'd rub my nub against them hands down. Well, then I but also wouldn't expect to have a movie made about about how beautiful my mind is. You're talking about Beautiful Mind. That, it's a that's whole another other, movie. It's the same yeah. thing. It's all the same. They have the same soundtrack. And it's both, it's just, one is Russell Crowe making a confused face, talking to the guy in the suit, and then one is Stephen Hawking's making a, I got hit by a car face. Like he smushed, look I'm flat, look how flat I can be. Eddie Redmayne is so much more than just that. So you can't just strictly just throw him off the record. If I saw Eddie Redmayne, I'd push him down the street. Why? <laughs> he is delightful. You should see him in interviews. He gets so embarrassed so easily. He sh- he's a fake. It's fake because he's a movie star. It's, it's all it's fake. It's not fake. No, he's, he's a, a foppish young Englishman. How dare you? He's fake and British people are not better actors just because they got accents. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started. I just watched almost all of Safe yesterday, which is the new Netflix show with Michael C. Hall as the lead of it. And there's but no... he puts on a British accent. He puts on a British accent. Is how, what kind of British is it? Are you that? I'm doing it. I don't like it. Is good. You, know, you should be in that. One of these days, we're going to open up the Zabrowski family school of accents. <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be called, like, it fucking, I don't know. Narnia. Bro, fucking, yeah. yeah. It's the Narnia. The Narnia school of accents. You take it's a Turkish fucking... delight, you get on top of a half horse, and everybody fucking smiles. This is my class called Just Get Through It. Where we talk about how you just got to do the lowest possible amount of effort in order to get to the end of the day, get your paycheck, Which is what I free think Michael C. Hall did in this show. I watched it for seven hours yesterday. Yeah. I couldn't stop myself. It is rife with twists, and everybody's upset about it on the internet. Why are they upset about it? Because... It's not. It's basically thirteen reasons why without the R's in it, and it's like it no R's in thirteen reasons why is why they committed the S's is a huge part of <laughs> is it. Is it just one suicide in that? Um, uh, what? No spoilers. <laughs> I'm not giving any spoilers what, out. Here. Are there many suicides in it? You it's, can say that. It's been I like two like years. Thirteen reasons why a lot, and it, I know people protested it. Controversial opinion. I enjoyed it very much because I thought Whoa. that it really did encapsulate a good part of how much you feel when you were in high school. It is life or death when you're in high school. But isn't it like the tagline, like, suicide can be fun if you do it with your best friends? Isn't it like one of those, like, no. weird... No, it's not. It's a like, lot deeper than that. I mean, it feels like the same like like when Don't Fear the Reaper came out, people were commi- committing fucking suicide Man. because they wanted to be like Blue Oyster Club. That was my AOL Instant Messenger away message for years. Don't Fear the Reaper? Yeah, yeah. It was, no, it was the, it's like... um. Romeo and Juliet. Oh my God! All together in eternity, we can be so happy. Come Come on, on, baby, don't fear the reaper. You can take my hand. Don't fear the reaper. reaper. You'll be able to fly. Don't fear the reaper. Baby, I'm your man. 
la 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 um, I mean, it's a great fucking song. What I do like about Blue Oyster Cult too is it's one of those bands like Judas Priest that when that when that band came out, everyone's like. They are in league with the devil. <laughs> and then you re-listen to all of it. And you're like, oh, man, this is my fucking dead rock music, dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Godzilla. That's all about the devil. Yeah, it's a good song. Oh man, God, dude, history Godzilla. shows again and again. Nature points out points the out follies, the follies of man. man. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Burnin' For You is also a good song. Burnin' For I You's. did not, I at one point brought up, I thought it was seriously about having Burning For You have the song featured in Natalie and I's wedding, and she laughed. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's not serious. Wait, why? Because it was Blue Oyster Cult. She's like, I'm not, I can't fold your dad rock experience into our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you be telling me these kinds of things. I'm officiating your wedding, and I can... Ooh. Well, you're in charge of all that. You want me to sing all of Burning for you? Oh, you can do whatever <laughs> you want. I was thinking about having Holden do some sort of serious song at the wedding. That would be kind of fun, him doing a serious acoustic version of Burning for you. The only song he knows... We all know this. The only song he knows is Crash Into Me. Yeah, and no, he knows some bars of Satellite. <laughs> I don't know if I can sit through that entire thing. Satellite like a diamond in the sky. I will, oh, I mean, spoiler alert, I'm most likely going to sing as I officiate your wedding. Do whatever you want. Perfect. You're in charge. You have hostage of the scenario for a little bit. It's going to be a 14-minute ceremony. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, we'll cut you off. Oh, you're going to cut me off? <laughs> you can't cut me off. You can't light me at, my, at your wedding. I unfortunately can do whatever. I'm a little czar yeah. for the day. <laughs> Tiny czar. Well, I'm not a czar. Natalie's the czar. She's but a czarina. I'm commandant. Yes. And so when the czarina tells a commandant what to do, then, then things have to happen. Then it happens. I was wondering, I was watching a video of one of the property brothers, which we know we love our HGTV. Yeah, homosexual brothers making love and having the <laughs> wife in there just to cut some of the gay incestual sex that they have. <laughs> well, they got married over the last weekend. They got married and they all live on the same compound together. Yes, they definitely do, but they did get married. They got married in a tall, which is where you will be for a wedding what's next a, week. What's a tall? Um, Italy. That's what the Italians oh, call it. Oh, no, you're talking about No, it's Talia. A, a tall. A tall. You have to have a, the 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 faint of it. Well, they got married in Italy, huh? Yeah, they got married in Italy. Like I said, HGTV money's no joke, huh? No, it ain't no joke. Mm -hmm. But they did a choreographed dance um, as their first dance because um, this specific property brother, I I can't tell the difference. They look exactly the same. I think he's the gayer one who got married. I Mm. think they're both fairly... You know, they're up there. But uh, they did a choreographed <laughs> dance. dance. Yes, because he was on Dancing with the Stars. So he had okay. the... That makes sense. That makes sense. But when you do it? it? No, it doesn't it make doesn't. sense. I don't know. You already went all your way to be a shill for whatever people throwing coins at your feet like it's in a washed up minstrel show. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, so you already have all the, the infrastructure to set up the dance. That's the thing is that as people where it's like, I would have to go and find an independent choreographer. I guess, no, Natalie would choreograph the dance. Yeah, she's yeah. a choreographer. Oh, man. Are you going to do a choreographed <laughs> no, we're not dance doing at your chore- wedding? We're not doing choreographed yeah. dance. We have talked about doing a groom's dance and a bride's dance where she does a dance and then I do a dance. Where I would put on, um, I probably would put on Evening News by, um, what's his name? I don't know. The dirty Laundry. 
Oh, it would be, yeah, I would put yeah, on yeah. Dirty Laundry by Don Henley and then just do. Um, I do like a cowgirl dance. Would you be alone? Yeah, group dance. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk in a circle doing finger guns at people. I'd be like, this is his night. This is part of his night. But uh, no, we're going to do a couple's dance. But we have not. We still have not planned the actual ceremony yet. A lot of that is still in rough stages and rough draft. That's fun because it's, it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm actually. You know what's fun is that I'm not remotely nervous. I feel very. I'm so excited. It's gonna be fun as shit. Very fun good. as shit. Mm-hmm. Fun yeah. as shit. That's how yeah. every every wedding should be fun as shit. Yeah, man. We're gonna fucking get drunk. Yeah, we are. I'm yeah. trying to f- figure out how to get my power suit. I think that I need to wear a power suit, and I need to have um, at least like elbow length gloves, like you a Delta do- Burke power suit. Yes. Yeah, you want gloves and a power suit on, like you're a hand model in her sixties. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, you remember that famous hand model, like that meme thing that was like it went viral. The lady that wore gloves. Mm-hmm. She was a hand model. Do you remember that? No. You just saying stuff. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm saying yeah. Right. I'm saying yes and. Okay, thank you. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> We're little improvisationalists over here. Mm-hmm. Elvis was mad in bed. Oh man. Well, you're you're skipping ahead. You but did I like this. it. I did this. Oh no. Do we wait? No, 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 no. Let's jump in. Rita Moreno. She's hot to trot. Yeah, she's still looking good. She was in um, uh, what's its putts? She was in uh, um, oh. I was in the musical to. West Side Story. West Side Story. I was in that musical. I played Snowboy. I had one line, and my line was, "Let's get them PRs." <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> it was That's... back in the day, huh? It was different, different generation. <laughs> Did you actually say PRs? Yeah. Huh? Let's get them PRs. Mm. I remember because that's where you hurt your knee while you were dancing. And you all laughed during the rumble. <laughs> when I was doing scissor kicks during the rumble, I fell and I tore a bunch of cartilage in my knee, and they all laughed thinking I was doing a funny bit. <laughs> Man, that was really around the time when uh, our parents hardcore thought that we were both um, homosexual. Well, that I mean, by then I was banging though, so people they knew I was bringing home a lady. That was when father disco- discovered me in the bedroom canoodling. Ooh. Yeah, your brother back in the day, I was fucking canoodling up a storm, a tizzy. Wait, when did dad walk in on you? There was you never heard this story? No. Okay. So we were canoodling during a half an hour time period because you have to do it real fast and real, real frequent after By school. By canoodling, do you mean clothes on canoodling? I think we were mid. Oh. Oh, so you had shirts off. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we were in there just twisted up, uh-huh. slapping each other, uh-huh. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know right? what you're saying, yeah. Young girls, young boys, consensual. Uh- Oh, yes. Everyone's having fun. Exploring each other. What is pleasure? (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the question we were asking each other. Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden I saw my father's gnarled hand open my bedroom door and then close it. Like I just saw the hand open up and then close. We came out, sat in the living room awkwardly. My father's like, hey, hey, hey." he's making noises. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Trying to cover the silence. Next day. I'm home alone at the computer in the in the computer room. My father walks in. He's like, hey, uh, is your mother home? I was like, uh, nah, dad. He's like, hey. He goes back outside to the car, comes back in with a zip, a big plastic bag filled with shit. 
and he dumped it on my lap, and he said, "Just so you know, Henry Thomas said every time uh, you got on, you, every time you go out in the rain, uh, make sure to wear a slicker." <laughs> and I opened the bag, oh. and it was just a pile of Rough Riders. Oh, I mean, I knew about the Rough Riders. I didn't know it's because he walked in on oh, you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, so what did it? So did he just like go to a gas station bathroom and buy them one at a time? No. Then I found out those were the ones he used on my mother when I went looking <laughs> through their. I went looking through their drawers looking for pills during my brief pill period in college. And <laughs> Yeah, so. Oh, God. Also, aren't Rough Riders like off-brand condoms as well? They're for truck stop. It's for truck stop rendezvous. Yeah, that's why I I asked. Those Uh. are the ones you buy in truck stop bathrooms. They're very thick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's that's what you want. They're like a hazmat suit for your Uh. penis. (laughs) It's like my penis was wearing a little fetish outfit. (laughs) <laughs> Which, you know, no kink shaming here. However, yeah. I'd rather you just wrap your your dicky ride in plastic. I yeah, think that's yeah, better. Yeah, back in the day. Ha <laughs> What is pleasure? Marcus, <laughs> did your parents ever walk in on you? Uh, no, it came close a couple of times. And I remember one time my dad did have to come and give me a boost because uh, I was uh, out with my girlfriend. We were out parking in the country. Uh, yeah. And I left the stereo on, like, listening to Guns N' Roses real loud while we but were yeah. canoodling, like, yeah. advanced, advanced canoodling. Whoa. What is pleasure? Oh, yeah, advanced canoodling. <laughs> and then after we were done, I went to uh, turn the car on, and the battery was dead. Oh, uh, no. So, <laughs> no. Oh, man. So I had to, to call my dad to come bring us some uh, jumper cables, and he laughed, and he laughed, and he laughed. Oh, yeah, I bet. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I was in college by that point. I was like 20, uh, and I was you know bringing the lady back home for a nice little weekend. So it yeah. wasn't like high school or anything, but uh, no, they never did walk on me in high school. No, I never had any of that. No, because you did yours in weird bathtub parties when you guys were all on on different drugs. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. in apartment complexes in Florida that were all just where people died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you keep it fun, you keep it light, you keep it interesting. It sounds like every one of your stories sounds like a fucking horror show. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had ni- I had normal memories. Mm-hmm. I had a couple normal ones in there. Yeah. A lot of us spend hours in front of a computer at work, so we know. Staring at a screen can get exhausting. Even if you've never heard of digital eye strain, chances are you've experienced the effects. I mean, I wear contacts, and I tell you, the unending stare jobs I do at the computer make me feel more tired than I actually am. But when you protect your eyes with a killer pair of Felix Grey computer glasses, you can keep doing the things you love to do, like keeping your unblinking eyes open to watch Outlander smut for hours alone in the dark. Felix Grey's lenses are specifically designed to filter blue light and eliminate glare from screens, which are the two main culprits behind digital eye strain. They have blue light filtering technology embedded into the lens, so they're effective without the telltale yellow tint or color distortion of other blue light filtering glasses. They look rad 24-7! Felix Grey's frames are handcrafted from premium Italian acetate, the same material used by the biggest designer brands in the world, and they're super stylish. Dude, I got these bright yellow tortoiseshell ones, and I look fine as hell. Y'all have seen my selfie game. Who has the time to not look sexy? Especially when you're at work. Where them sexy co-workers at? Where else am I supposed to meet future suitors? Everyone can benefit from wearing a pair of Felix Grays. There's no prescription necessary, and all orders are free shipping and free returns, so you got nothing to lose. 
Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash page seven to try a pair of Felix Grey glasses today. That's felixgrayglasses.com slash page seven. Hit it up! Well, I mean, it seems like Rita Moreno had some good times as well. She was on the Wendy Williams show earlier uh, this week. And she was talking about, I guess she had an on-again, off-again relationship with Marlon Brando for a very long time. And this quote, which, ugh, I love it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. He slayed me good because he was the king of everything. Everything. He was the king of movies. He was the king of... He really was one of the most sexual men on earth. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, did you ever see, uh, what was it, uh, Last Tango in Paris? Yeah, no, no don't to bring that up, actually. <laughs> Why? Because, no, there's like a lot of shit buried in that movie where he they he's essentially raped that woman. Ah. It's, it's like it's pretty controversial. Ah, didn't didn't know, didn't, just knew about the butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 Wait, no, no. Wait, what about no. the butter, though? There were things that they did where he like put it in. He like put it in and she was like, don't put it in. And he did. Uh I thought you're not supposed to put it in when you're on a set. Yeah. Mm. What are they mm. called? Makels? What? Merkins. Merkins. That's for pussy hair. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's or, fake pussy or hair. Or man hair. Both men, men can wear pubic wigs as well. Sure. I imagine the netting is itchy, but. <laughs> yeah, but does, doesn't it come? You you know about the, the Merkels? Right? Merkins. Merkins. <laughs> yeah, I know all about them. In Wolf of Wall Street, they had big laundry bas- baskets filled with them. They used to go around and hand all the girls because a lot of the uh, uh, women on uh, pretty, a lot of the women on Wolf were professional dancers, and so they didn't have much. They didn't. They had, they were fully treated <laughs> down there, and so um, they had it fully covered up. Fully treated. Yeah, they were zipped up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's all all bald. Baldy. Yeah, Baldy yeah, yeah, down. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. God, it's got to be itchy town. I, I mean, I don't care what. either way, but it is itchy town, I imagine. Mm-hmm. It's got to be. I don't know. But were they like full <laughs> undie panties? No, they're not full undie panties. They're like, they have a netting on them and then you glue them to the top of your pussy. Ah, and then the same thing with, but then you have these sort of like little like nudie panties that just cover the lips and the top of it that you can slip on like a little thong that they then have to paint out and post. Huh. Interesting. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fully dick out. Oh, that's really good to know. I'm so glad I didn't have to watch that with you and our parents. Yeah, man. There was a couple of moments in that movie where it was very, it was interesting and very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, that scene where uh, you were having sex with a prostitute on the uh, in the office. Yeah, yeah, I love that story because um, uh, we did the scene, we, we rehearsed for the scene, and she was a she was a fine lady, she was a fine lady. But <laughs> as I left, or she was like, I thought I was going to be fucking somebody famous. Oh. <laughs> 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 she was very sweet. She was great. Then we had a good time with the scene, but yeah, I but understand be fair, being disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I would be definitely disappointed. Oh yeah, because it's me. It's like you're looking at like. John Bernthal, Leonardo DiCaprio. You're like you're looking at all these very famous people, and then I roll up, being like, "I'm the one they chose for this scene." <laughs> <laughs> but Back our parents were very proud of you, and I'm proud of you as well. Thank you. Of course, you bang that hooker like a champion. She's a sex worker <laughs> and an actress. <laughs> But anyway, what I love about Rita Moreno is that she's very open to the fact that so she essentially was banging Marlon Brando for a long time, and he started 
imping around and she got pissed off and Elvis's manager called her up and was like, Elvis is interested in you. And she's like, oh, I know what to do. Yeah. So she starts going parking with him because Elvis, quote, liked what he saw. Yeah. And Brando flipped out. And when they and when Wendy Williams asked her to compare the lovemaking of Elvis Presley versus Marlon Brando, she said, "Oh, honey, that's like a two-year-old and the king." <laughs> yeah, bless his heart. Elvis was a real sweet fellow. He was very shy, handsome boy. But you know, Elvis Presley, Marlon Brando, come on, amateur night. Whoa, <laughs> I can see that though because he was a he was a genuine man. Elvis was very sweet. Well, there was a, a rumor going around for a long time that uh, during sex, every time Elvis came, he said, sorry, mama. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Nothing to really grind them gears. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mama. Oh, my God. You imagine? It's like anytime you have to apologize during sex, it's just like, ugh. Make and tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I'm making tinkle. <laughs> no, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I like the, I'm a go. I'm a go. <laughs> I mean, I'm having one was still my favorite one. I'm having one. But yeah, that's old school. Ugh. So one day someone's going to find that video again. Yeah, someone will find it. I think now that we've got more listeners, we need to start making a plea to our listeners to find I'm having one. Yes, I'm down. People have tried, though. Yeah. And I keep hitting up Ben Feldman about it because he's the one who showed it to me. And then he not the, but he told me the story. Wait, is it, is it from something? It's from a porn. Oh, God. He said he used to watch it all he used to watch it all the time, him and his buddies, which I probably shouldn't even say. But I have asked him multiple times about it, and then he, um, he he's fine. I mean, like, he just doesn't know. Yeah. Wait, was he in the porn? No. Oh, no, okay. No, 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 no. You imagine just hanging around with your buddies like, I was in this one. Let's say, yeah. yeah. I'm what do you think? one. You think? What do you think? Good on you. Good on you. Why do you keep saying good on you? I think it's me. <laughs> you keep saying, you've been saying good on you for like a week. Did you meet a British man at DragCon? No, I wish I had. Oh man, I went to RuPaul's DragCon this weekend and it was fan-fucking-tastic. Seems to be like a lot of energy happened there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you mean energy? I know the term is extra. Yes. But it seems to be very much that oh it was all kinds of extra it made me just it made me sad because i feel like i'm not fabulous enough yeah jackie it's because you, you don't live your life in character all the time <laughs> i kind of do it's probably good to back off of it sometimes so you're not always because i feel like it must be a lot that yeah. must be a lot of, to deal with all the time yeah if you're always fabulous with the capital f a b u l what you talk about willis <laughs> that does not that does not do anything. Wait, isn't isn't extra a bad thing? Mm-mm. No, not anymore. It's flipped. Ah. It's like cuffing your jeans makes you gay for and and straight. Not, that's not I don't know where you saw that. That a is picture not picture of an Instagram on Instagram of a Twitter post. From whom? A child that runs the internet. They all a tween. run the internet. When you went to DragCon... Hey, man, I'm finding it on wearyourvoice.com that it cuffed jeans and tucked in baggy shirts uh, are a part of bisexual culture. Tucked in baggy shirts makes a lot of sense. I tuck in my baggy shirts, but that's just because I used to be bigger than I was and I don't have the money to buy new shirts. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I didn't know. I that guess that's be, what it honestly, meant. I bet being bi makes you poor because you go on so many more dates. <laughs> you know what else is a, a bi icon? Green Day. Oh, Billy Joe Armstrong. Apparently, Billy Joe Armstrong is a huge bi. Really? Super into it. Yeah. But he's been married for like thirty years. Hey, man. I don't get. I don't give you much. What? I am learning It's my new catchphrase. Hey man, I don't give you much. <laughs> I am very interested in learning about this shit though. This is like a whole world of stuff I don't I've never been exposed to. Because I'm painfully I'm very straight. And not saying I'm not, couldn't be by, but I've never thought of a man. That I wanted to be with. What about Idris Elba? Yeah, he's too big. <gasps> I mean, he's too big. He's what do a man. you mean? There's no, there's no such thing as too big. Yeah, for me it is. Obviously, oh, I look at him and <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine being with him. He scares me. What about Karamo? Very handsome, you know what I mean. But I'm not sexually. I don't have a oomph. If it was gonna be a a man, he'd have to have boobies and a vagina. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which okay. can happen. Of course well, it can. What about like Bailey J? Get boobies. Uh, very attractive. Very much so. I like the boobies. Mm-hmm. And but I've then, seen the f- I've seen her films. Yes. Good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad you've really experimented and explored the way you should before you get married. I feel fine with it. I feel pretty satisfied. Good on you. Stop it. <laughs> You're not it. It's not you. <laughs> it's just because I want to go to Australia. Sure, you can go to Australia. Uh, but what, wait, what's your new catchphrase, Marcus? Just get you to get. That's what you get. That's what you get. That, that ain't. God, I can't remember. That ain't what you get. That ain't what you get. That's all you get. That ain't enough. It. <laughs> well, you know what was enough? It it was um new uh, the new Matt Dillon movie that just premiered at Cannes. There's a lot of controversy about this new serial killer movie directed by Lars von Trier that mm. is uh, at Cannes. A bunch it's of people called the walked House out. That Jack built. Yeah, I mean, the people walked out because I guess it showed a bunch of uh, kids getting blown up with assault rifles. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking righteous, technically. <laughs> this fucking sounds awesome. That's yeah. a bad way to sell that movie to, to, in a way to me that says it's bad. I know that Lars von Trier is a controversial figure and he's done fucked up shit. Um, yeah, because he did Nymphomaniac. He did Nymphomaniac, which is fu- which is was g- interesting. I watched that alone in a theater, which was a mistake. Ugh. Yes. Um. Uh, but he did Antichrist, where he cut a clit off in that one. Um, I mean, it looks very, uh, very intense, but it's a Lars von Trier serial killer movie, so that's k- kind of what you're getting. You've you've paid for it. They went to it to walk out. He also made a bunch of controversial statements about Nazis. I forget what it was. Something about the fashion sense of the Nazis or so something very controversial. So a lot of people that also say he shouldn't even have a chance to go back to Cannes because of his statements and stuff like that. Which is, I mean, again, that's a. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> um, I just know that if you're going to see Lars von Trier film, it's going to push your buttons because that's what he does. 
And that's the whole thing. I, I feel like so uh, many, over 100 people walked out when it when it premiered. And I think that that's what he's going for. And I know that a lot of people are upset because they say it's, you know, useless violence. It's it's gratuitous. Yeah, that's the idea. It, but isn't that the point? That's what he's making. That's what he, that's what the movie is. Yeah. So that's, that's what you're going to see. You know it's going to be. Every one of his movies has a dick getting smashed or a clit getting cut off or, like, a baby getting fucked to death or, like, not full-on fucked to death, but, like, in the beginning Antichrist where the sex kills the baby inside the woman. Very intense film. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nymphomaniac's got a lot of weird shit in it. Um, I, I forget, Did he also do um, Be, Be, Beyond the Waves? The one... What was the one with the... Uh, what was that movie where the, the woman's crippled... Or the man's crippled, and she he's got to go and have sex with other people. Are you talking about the Helen Hunt movie? No! <laughs> that's different. Yeah, that's the yeah. one with... Yeah. I think that was called Lay Down, I'll Jerk You Off. <laughs> Love that film. It's called Breaking the Waves. That's what it is, Breaking the Waves. What's that about? Very sad film. Yeah? Oh, he did Dancer in the Dark as well. Also yeah. brutal Ooh, film. that's a rough... I mean, that's a rough one. Real rough Oh, one. Breaking the Waves. Breaking the Waves. I think she's the one... Yeah, it's just like... It is an unusual young woman, Bess McNeil, and one of the loves she has for Jan, her husband, who asks her to have sex with other men when he becomes immobilized from a work accident. Oh, so it's a cuck movie. It's not a cuck movie. (laughs) (laughs) But it's definitely the one that he got the the most legit attention for. Okay. Because it's more, it's not as exploitive as the other ones are. Well, this is what he said about the whole, this is his whole Nazi thing. He said, for a long time I thought I was a Jew and I was happy to be a Jew. Then I met Danish and Jewish director Suzanne Beer and I wasn't so happy. But then I found out I was actually a Nazi. My family were German and that also gave me some pleasure. What can I say? I understand Hitler. I sympathize with him a bit. I don't mean I'm in favor of World War II and I'm not against Jews. Not even Suzanne Beer. In fact, I'm very much in favor of them. All Jews. Well, Israel's a pain in the ass, but... Uh, <laughs> Man, he then, stepped into a bit appar- of a quagmire. And apparently, like, Kirsten Dunst and Charlotte Gainsbourg, because this is during a press conference for a movie, yes. like, they're just sitting there staring at him. And he <laughs> says, like, Shut up, shut he, the fuck up. And he says, Now, how can I get out of this sentence? Okay, I'm a Nazi. I mean, you know. It's rough. It's a, it's a rough thing is to that say. When you're a cheeky Dane. I don't know if cheeky <laughs> is the way to describe it. But that's the problem, is that, like, up, uh, it's. <laughs> He was trying to be controversial and sort of, he was trying to do the thing and then he did it bad and it made people mad, which is kind of what he was trying to do, yeah. but then it almost ruined everything that he was working for. Well, he doubled down on it though, because someone asked him uh, what, uh, they asked him, it's like, what's your, you know, what did they say? Uh, they, would a- they asked him if he would do a film on a larger scale. He said, yes, we Nazis like to do things on a big scale. Maybe I could do the final solution. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. lot. Maybe he's a cheeky donkey. He's a cheeky donkey. (laughs) But I will say, at least it was press for one of his films and not for like, Kevin can't wait. Like with Kevin James. It's like, it's it's still a Lars von Trier movie, so the audience is going to be specific. Because I believe that was for, um, uh, with Kirsten Dunst, right? Was it Europa or was it Melancholia? I think it's Melancholia. Yeah. Sad film. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's all right. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. She's got some primo boobies in that. She's got goodens on her. Yeah, goodens. Good on her. Good on her. You cheeky donkey with your big old floppies. 
<laughs> I just imagine Kirsten Dunst as a cartoon donkey with great tips. <laughs> she would be very good at that. She would be so good at that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to say jury's out when it comes to Lars von Trier. I'm not really sure what our stance should be on that controversial issue. Well, I just find it interesting that the, one of the most uh, things I find in all of the articles is that, yes, he like mutilates children's bodies. Yes, he murders the fuck out of Umar Thurman. Yes, he takes Riley Keogh's tits and like draws dotted lines around them and, and he then cuts slices one of her them off. off yeah. But what people are the most upset about that I keep finding is that there's a flashback scene where it's him as a child and he takes a duckling and he snips the duckling's legs off with a pair of pliers. Is it real or is it fake? That's what everyone is upset about is that it seems like it's real, but it's probably not. I imagine it's fake. I imagine it's fake. So that's a part of it because he did the when she cut her clit off on the other movie it wasn't fucking real. So it's like one of those things where yeah, obviously it's fucked up. It's a flashback to him being, he's making it it's a serial killer. Yeah. So this, what are you going to do? And this is why serial killer movies are so difficult to do. And in fact, that's why, you know, the, I've been watching the, um, what is it, the assassination of Gianno, uh, Gianna Versace. It's good. It is infuriating to watch. People get really mad about this movie, this show. I don't know why it is, because some people can't stand it. I watch it, and I get what they're going for, because oh, Andrew Cunanan is a fucking I loved m- miserable yeah. piece of shit. I get what they're going for, but he's just, he's so awful. Like, he's just hes just so infuriating. He's such an infuriating person. That it's very difficult to watch. Yeah, it's a show about a serial killer. Yeah, So it's exactly. always this shit. It's like when we do last podcast, the same thing people get mad when you make jokes about serial killers, but it's like, well... You listen to a show about jokes about serial killers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You did it. You did it. You chose it. You chose it. By choosing us, you made it happen. I like the comments immediately. Okay. This uh, is under the, the House the Jack Built article. Filth is a good name for a film like this. What kind of mind has a director got to have to make it? The actor who plays the killer must be desperate and on his way out if he was not, he should be now. You know, it's just it's it's just a different art form, you know? They're just making art. The same was with, like, Human Centipede 2, where I got nauseous while I was watching it. I still it. watched it. I still chose it. The lead dude, whatever his name was, because you guys did the interview with him, I can't imagine talking to him in real life because he disgusted me so much. What, for my friend Dahmer? No, 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 the guy from Human Centipede 2. Oh, he's a very cute old man. Oh, yeah, Ugh. you're talking about Martin? Yeah, Martin. Yeah, no, we, did, we spoke to Martin. We had a, yeah. an interview with him long ago. He was a wonderful man. Very sweet man. He did. He worked in children's television and the art Ugh. scene. He was a performance artist. Yeah, yeah. but his face. Yeah, he's very cute. Too. Oh, mm-hmm. no, he's not so cute. He's, oh. Uh, oh, I love I him. I mean, yeah, I love him. I want to put him in my pocket. I want to put him in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> You're being a real Freddie Mercury right now. Wow, look at this. I love the... That tweet, that's just like the grossest tweet I've ever seen. Showbiz 411, walked out on Lars von Trier. Vile movie, should not have been made. Actors culpable. Whatever. Actors culpable. Actors culpable. Also, no, not actors culpable. The same that we feel about the Queen movies. Like, I'm not upset with Rami Malik. I'm not upset with him. He's just in the movie. 
I mean, he's yeah. doing whatever he can do yeah, to I'm be the best it. part of a movie. That's I, not his fault. We've just kind of wandered deep, like ways deep into like very controversial waters. So just know that we are just um, we just like movies, and I like serial killer movies. So I mean, I don't know if it's I don't know if I'm gonna watch it or not because my problem with Lars von Trier is honestly I don't know when I'm in the mood to see it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know when. It's been a long time. Antichrist is an awesome movie, but when it comes down to it, it's like it takes a lot. To be like, let's get the family together and watch Melancholia. Let's go. Oh, come on, kids. Everybody's watching Breaking the Waves. Even young Bobby. You know you're seven, but you got to see how this woman deals with force and fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, that's why I watch Dear Zachary like twice a year. Because sometimes I just want to sit by myself and go, oh, God. Yeah. You don't get I don't sensitized like by this point? No. I, I, it's, my, it's the number one movie that I blame every time if I'm openly crying in like an Uber or something or a Lyft. I'm just like, oh, I just watched this really sad documentary called Dear Zachary. But usually just because something happened and it hurt my brain. Yeah, Whoa. you just don't. Yeah, you're always crying in one of those. Mm, I'm always <laughs> crying in one of those. When you think of the things you do every day... Brushing your teeth probably isn't the top of the mind to you. Dreaming of hot daddies and what I would like to do to them? Always on my brain. But our teeth brushing should hit the top of the list because it's important to our teeth health. That's why Quip wants to barricade through your naughty thoughts and help you brush better. Quip is an electric toothbrush that's so much more affordable than bulkier brushes, but still packs just the right amount of vibration to keep those teethies clean. It's got a built-in timer that helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guided pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Quip's making me feel so fresh and so clean, clean! Quip's subscription plan is great for your health and your brain space. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks, including free shipping worldwide. I would definitely not remember to change out my TV brush if it wasn't for Quip. How am I 30 and barely an adult? Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for a keeper clean travel whenever you take your teeth. It's perfect to keep in my go bag. I wish I could say the go bag was for the eventual AI versus human apocalypse, but it's not. I guess I should just start calling it my bang bag. But it's really convenient in my bang bag. And it's not just me that digs. Quip is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. And it's been named one of Time's best inventions. And most importantly of all, it was on Oprah's O-List. Quip is backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers every day. Ain't nobody got time for dirty mouths. Even if it's cold out, I never want my teeth to feel like they wearing a jacket. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash page 7 right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash page 7. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash page 7. Yeah, y'all. All right, it's time for the live. Yeah. Wow, we didn't get through very much today, but we'll do more, I guess, next week. Not next week. I won't be here next week, but the one after that. I love it. Because we got to talk about the Wizard of Oz still. Who's, Who's on, on the, the list? list? Marcus, gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. Celebrities turning 40 this year. Uh-oh. Oh, their career is over. They're old and they're disgusting. <laughs> Katie Holmes is turning 40. 
Good. Wow. She's a lot older than I thought, but I guess because, you know, they had their divorce after her contract was up at 33, so I guess it's been seven years. She's peppery, man. She still looks good. She mm-hmm. does. Catherine Heigl. I have heard nothing but not nice things about her from yeah. people who've worked with her. Yeah. But she looks good. She does. <laughs> you know, you can always tell in the mouth. I feel like it's the same with like. No, no, yeah. Jackie. Oh, it's yeah. the hands. Is it the hands? The hands is when you can tell someone's true age. You look at them. You see how many. You count how many ropes are in the hands. Oh, no. I meant bitchy mouth. She's oh, got bitch bitchy mouth. mouth. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. got bitch mouth. Well, it's also her eyes as well. Yeah. yeah, she's got bitch eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, overall, not that great of an actress. She's Mm-mm. fine. She's fine. She's fine. See, I don't I'm think not... she's that hot. Right? Eh, she's she's yeah. fine. You know what it is? Some people look good bitchy, and some people don't. And I feel like she doesn't look good bitchy. Well, she's got a good, non-offensive TV face. And yeah. sometimes that's really all it comes down to. So you have to have a nice, completely digestible, soft face there where the bitch lines can be covered up but the bitch lines are also a part of what allows you to sell certain characters better mm. and it's about just moving units like once someone's got a face that you know has got a half bitch tint to it you put her in all these half bitch parts and then people like those parts and they begin to identify you with that oh Fair. like like uh don't trust the bee in apartment 23 like that girl yes because she's yes. played a bee she's got mean eyes mm-hmm. right yeah. Also, I heard also very not nice. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, because she's a, she's Jessica Jones, right? Yeah. 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 Her she's a deep, deep, deep. Oh, that oh, makes yeah. me sad. I know it sucks mm. because Dave. I like her. I think she's a good performer. I didn't really. I mean, don't trust the bee was not for me, but no. Jessica Jones, what I saw of it was fine. In Breaking oh, yeah, Bad, mean, she was great in that. She's she great was great in, in Breaking Bad. That's also, the one storyline I remember. Yeah, it doesn't mean that she's she's not a bad actress. She just you know. She's a B in real Lee. I guess don't trust the B in the studio next D. <laughs> Zoe Saldana turning 40, and she looks fantastic. She is a vampire. Who there is, is that? no way that Zoe Saldana is. is she's center stage, which just don't, turned. I never think, seen it. Guardians of the Galaxy. She's the green which one. Which one's that? She's Ooh, the green wow. one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's, she's almost just 40. <laughs> oh god he's changing <laughs> yeah she's very talented oh yeah you know there's some surprisingly good guardians of the galaxy parody porn out there Where? specifically featuring her well not featuring Where? her featuring her character what one? Which one? It's like Guardians of the Fuxacy or something like that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. very good yeah. very good oh yeah but I'll also, Henry, uh, your future wife's favorite movie is Center Stage. You should. Is that for, true? Yeah, it's one of her favorite movies. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, you should probably watch it. Yeah, Let's I'll watch, watch it. it. Oh my god, it's so oh, good! And then in the end, when they sing <sighs> "The Way You Made Me Move," oh my god, it's so hot! And then they fuck I... on a motorcycle through dance. It's all fine. <laughs> I'll just subject anything my wife, future wife, loves. Jamaican. I will tolerate. You I will, will tolerate. I'll tolerate it. <laughs> well, you did watch all of the Harry Potter movies. I did, and that took a lot. She put she put those in my brain. I now know who Slytherins are. Oh yeah, I know Mark Frost. What? Who Mark was? Frost? No, Mark Frost is the co-creator of Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gary Oldman was Cryferin. Snide Slidley? Gary, Gary, Gary Oldman was uh, Sirius Black. 
That's what I mean. Yes. He's great at, yeah, I know that one. Dumbledore, I know. But at the same time, <laughs> spoiler alert, spoiler alert, you did tear up when Dobby died. I did. That was very sad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because you reminded me of Wendy. It's so nice He's to a little be dog. With, with friends. friends. Now remind me, oh. I put Wendy's face onto Dobby and I cried. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll sit and I look at Wendy because she was a street dog for a long time when they found her who was on the street. And I think about her on the street and I get so sad Aww. thinking like her little feet and her walking around. Because when we got her, she was so underweight and it's her looking around all thing. And then I give her cheese. Every time I do it, then I give her a piece of cheese, which I shouldn't do. <laughs> but at the same time, I look at her, I'm like, yeah, you'll always be treated right. What are you talking about? She doesn't even leave the house without clothes on. Yeah. She's nothing but <laughs> taken care of. She's our child. Nelly Furtado turning 40. She's like I'm a bird. like a bird. I want to fly okay, away. Okay, yeah, you remember I'm like a bird, Nelly Furtado, but you should listen to promiscuous girl Nelly Furtado because it She is went through sexy. like a sexy thing, Ooh, right? yeah. Because she mm. did like an ex-Tana. Because Extina did the same thing where yes. she went super, She because she showed off her nipple rings quite a bit. I, I remember miss that. you as girl, wherever you are, you're all a one and it's you. Stop crabbing your breasts, I'm not I'm your brother. <laughs> it's a really good song. Josh Hartnett, turning 40. Beatleize Hartnett, eh? Why? Beatleize? I never understood why people found him so attractive. Is He's he got still Beatles celebrated? Eyes. Does he do anything still? Hmm. No. What? Let's check I out and see what so. Josh Hartman's up to these days. Brendan Fraser has been back in the news only because he got fresh plugs and he's doing stuff again. He's all, mm-hmm. he's back on the beat. And also, you know what? He still looks so good. You honestly think that Brendan Fraser looks good You now. honestly think that Brendan Fraser does not look good? Yeah. What? I think he looks like a man that lives on the highway. No, he's growing into his sense of self, and I celebrate him. I don't like it. He's got divorced dad hair, and his <laughs> eyes What's are all What's wrong with puffy. that? You can't judge his hair. I think he looks great. You just are... You just are... A, a, I'm daddy horngry. That's what it is. You're daddy horngry. And mm. I'm not. You know what? I'm not you daddy know what, You know what I've heard on this street that I would say about you? Good on ya! <laughs> <laughs> Well, that ain't enough much. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a thing. I like it, though. I like it. It makes me feel secure, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me feel we're, we're like, with our grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Pete. All right, time for Blind Home. Thank you. I can't see him. Could someone please... Tell this permanent A-list, mostly movie actor, that when you use Botox, you look puffy and strange, and people notice right away. He thinks they don't because he is surrounded by people who only say how wonderful he is and how it makes him look a decade younger. Brad Pitt. Nope. nope. Brad Pitt doesn't do the Botox. He's still looking sallow. I like that. I like that he looks like he smokes cigarettes because he does. He definitely does. I'm going to say Johnny Depp. Nope, not Johnny Depp. What would you say, Henry? You said permanent A-list? Permanent A-list. Got a new movie coming out. Interesting. Big blockbuster this summer. Sequel. Well, it's more of a, it's like the fifth or sixth movie in the series. Harrison Ford. Nope, not Chris Pratt or Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, another sallow face. Chris Pratt, he's gaining weight, but he's not like it's not Botox weight. It's you actually he weight. is out for me. He, he should, is out. He should gain weight, but honestly, after the whole Anna Faris thing, I don't love him as much. No anymore. one does. He got he took a hit, and he, he really knows did. it. Mm-hmm. And the because you know how I know that because the blind items have turned on him. 
Yes, yes, because now everybody's flipping on him and telling him all of his weird infidelities. Because also, because he's a self-professed fucking Christian. And so once you do that, you are now, like, you're going to be held in the magnifying glass every single time you fuck. Yeah, you're open. Yes. Um, permanent A-list, Botox. I mean, permanent A-list since the 80s. Michael mm. Keaton. No, 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 no. That I mean, would this, make me sad. No, no, not Michael Keaton at all. I mean, this guy, I mean, he's staring you right in the face, smiling weird. Smiling weird. Nicholas Cage. A lot of teeth on this fella. Teeth on him. Teeth on him. Good on him. Good on him. <laughs> big old teeth on him. John Johnson. No, 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 no. Big. Ta- I mean, one of the biggest movie stars of all time. Tom Jack Cruise. Nicholson. Tom Cruise. Oh, well, Tom Cruise. That's odd. I mean, he's been oh, looking man. really puffy. Yeah, he's been real puffy for a long time. He's been puffy since the Mummy. Maybe even before. He yeah, has not. Like it. I feel it's like you just gotta let it go at this point. You know, there there are certain things. I know that I joke around a lot about getting my pre botox, which maybe that was his problem. Maybe he just wasn't getting enough pre botox. I don't think that's a problem. I think that people should just look the way they look, and then as soon as you start putting botox in your face, it's fucking obvious. Yeah, and unless you are like you figure it out how to do, because now now Nicole Kidman has it balanced. She looks good now. Yeah, now she's figured out. She she went too far, and then now she got a better person. Someone's doing doing it right so now she looks good oh man those stills from the new big little lies season it's going to be off the chain meryl streep is in it and That's, nicole can gosh she looks so good seems fine i imagine that 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 den of snakes that is Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, and, and Bruce Witherspoon. And all Laura just being Dern? In a room. I mean, all of them being in a room together, I can't imagine what kind of like psychological games are being played. I've heard Laura Dern's really cool. Yeah. yeah. But um, I, I don't know what Meryl Streep is like. She's very enigmatic to me. But she's always so funny at the Oscars. Sure, mm. yeah, yeah, of course. She's won five of them. So yeah, she can be real funny at the Oscars. I mean, she's got to be, you know, fairly stuck up. But I do like all the... There's a bunch of pictures of all of them. Like, they get lunch regularly. And Meryl Streep never goes out with all of the makeup and stuff on. So she's with these beautiful women. And Meryl Streep just looks that much older. Well, it's fine. She's... Because she's a secure she with it. Yeah. yeah she's mm-hmm. fucking... Because she's the ultimate actor that's ever been. She's yes. the ultimate shapeshifter. Her and fucking old Tony Hopkins. Well, our other blind item today, there's nothing like watching a couple of members of a one-hit wonder rock band from back in the day as they hit that meth pipe in the desert at 10 in the morning. Rock and roll. It's like kind of southern rock, one-hit wonder. Video was a bunch of them like on the back of a truck driving through the country. Not 38 38 special. I think a little after that. Yeah, they didn't. That's not a one-hit wonder. I don't know. Mr. Mm-hmm. Saturday Night Special, 38 Special also had, um... Special! What I else mean, did 38 Special song. have? They had a couple other good songs. Didn't they do Hang On Loosely? I think they did do Hang On yeah. Loosely. Great song. Big Great old song. hit. Love that song. Now, this one band... Hold On it, Loosely. Hold On Loosely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, do let No, you're go. thinking of Hold On... Hold On Sloopy. Yes, it's Hang On Loosely. No, hang it's on no, it's, it's oh. hang on, hang on, Sloopy, hold on loosely. That's what I'm hold thinking. On, hold yeah. on loosely, don't let go. Old school one hit wonder. Um, here's a hint: state space. State space. <laughs> state space. State. 
Space? <laughs> New York room. Um, Alabama space. <laughs> Vermont building. For, first, it's it's two words. First word, state. Second word, something that's in space that orbits. State in the south. <laughs> Mississippi moon. <laughs> Alabama starship. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Not Jefferson Starship. I know, I'm thinking of Starship. No, no, no. no, no, no. But something that orbits. What else orbits besides the moon? The sun. No, immediately outside of Earth. What orbits? Meteor. Mars. No, not a planet. Temple to Mars. (laughs) Object. Satellite. 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 Yes. Satellite is correct. Dave Matthews Band? No. The the first name of the band is a state. It's a state. It's a one-hit wonder. Rock band, kind of southerny. How did I know? How do I? I don't think we satellite? know this. Southern, southern state, blank satellites. Alabama satellites. Nope. Mississippi satellites. Louisiana nope. satellites. Nope. Florida satellites. Texas satellite. Georgia satellites. Georgia satellites. What, what are they band saying? is that? <laughs> Yo, huggy, on kissy. We wouldn't know this. <laughs> no, we you don't know this. this. You know this song. Come on with your 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 dad rock now. Don't give me no lies. And, and keep your hands to yourself. yourself. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I know that was the Georgia satellites. I, I'm actually, you know, who would be mad at me is Dave Willis from from Pretty Face because he, I believe that they, one of the guitarists from Georgia satellites was actually. I'm. This is a fucking weird bystander. One of the guitarists from uh, Georgia satellites was in the fake rock band in season two of Pretty Face, the bile band. You should they, know this yes. then. I, they should. all came flooding back to me because I remember that guy playing that, being like. This little ditty I think you'd know. And then he started playing it, and I was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never heard of you, but I like Don't this song. Don't give me your eyes and keep your hands to your hell. Well, apparently two of them were smoking meth in the desert at 10 a.m. Let them do recently. whatever. Good on them. Good I on them. I think that that is, it's like in Little Miss Sunshine. You know, you hit a certain age, you want to start doing meth every day, you want to start doing heroin every day, you're in your 80s, you don't have anything else, and that's what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Have at. It's not a good lesson, but it's a neutral lesson. Yeah. I don't know if I would choose it for myself, but you know, I say, what do I say? I'm not even what gonna. Do I, I don't say? want it to be your catchphrase. I don't want it. Good on you. I don't like it. There ain't enough for it. I know we that don't have. I mean, hey, you know what? That ain't enough much. That ain't enough much. That ain't much enough for it. That ain't enough much. We know we don't have a Jontra today. However, I don't know if you saw this, Marcus, but I got tagged a few times, and it makes me very happy. John Travolta just joined Instagram. Yep, he is joining the 21st century. Oh, here we He's, go. Somebody wants the 2010s. I followed him on Instagram, and immediately my feed just became flooded with whatever PR person decided to set this up for him, and I love it. What is his, some... uh, John, Tra- is it just John Travolta? I believe so. Official John Travolta? I don't think it's official. I forget what it is. Yep, I see one day ago, uh, oh yes it is, because there's a picture of him as John Gotti. I am so excited for you guys to see hashtag Gotti movie in theaters nationwide, June yep. 15th. 
Dee definitely posted that. I can't wait. <laughs> that was not done by a PR company at all. That is from John Travolta's fingers themselves. himself. Yeah, he. I, there's no way he knows how to use Instagram. Oh no! I the, mean, the first post is him using a Snapchat filter as a puppy. <laughs> oh my God! All right, seven years ago, come John on, Travolta. Come He's on. getting into it. You know what? Good on ya. I think it's great. Whatever <laughs> distracts him from showing his dick to pilots. <laughs> I don't think that distracts him. I don't think anything distracts him from that. Just anything to just anything else. Some other hobby. I actually at the WFMU FMU record fair a couple weeks ago. I picked up a uh, a record called the. I think it's called the Travolta experience and it was sealed and it came with a gigantic John Travolta poster and it's a two record set of him singing awful songs. That's great. Actually, there's like two good songs in the entire record. We listened to the whole thing the other night. Uh, But the Travolta experience is definitely getting some plays in the old Parks Hidalgo household. (laughs) That is great. (laughs) Hidalgo. You mean the the Carolina Hidalgo. Carolina. Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening today. Thank you again, Henry, for sitting in for Molly. Thank you to me as well. Thank you. And if you would like to become a Patreon of this fantastic podcast, please visit patreon.com slash page7podcast, seven the number. And uh, I think you might like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow you on, uh, do you follow on Twitter and all that shit? I'm on Instagram at jackthatworm. Please hit me up, Henry. At Dr. Fantasty and at Henry Loves You on Twitter. Mr. Marcus. At Marcus Parks for everything. And listen to all of the shows on Last Podcast Network, Please such do. as um, Last Podcast on the Left, to Abe Lincoln's Top Hat if Wizard you want to get mad, um, Wizard and the Bruiser, uh, and it's all out there, every single thing, and our new show, The Adventures of Danny and Mike, yes. we've recently procured, and I hope that you enjoy their tales from the sidelines and the front lines of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I think you might like it. I think you might like it. Jesus Christ. Thank you, guys. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.